hello and welcome to Simply Technical. We're back again. We're going to discuss OU football. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan, and Keaton's down there on the end. And we've got a first-time guest of Ryan. What's up? We're going to talk about, like I said, we're going to talk about OU football and maybe even other teams. Uh, Ryan City doesn't care very much about other teams, but I don't blame him. Uh, we're mainly going to talk about OU Texas, and then we'll go in deeper detail of OU football, whether that's the past games, state of the organization or program, I guess. Upcoming games. Upcoming games. Um, and kind of grading players, I guess, is another topic. And we'll kind of just rift as we say. Hey, future Evan here. And we recorded this podcast right before the Kansas State OU game. So our predictions are going to be a little off since we didn't anticipate Kansas State beating OU. Hope you enjoy the rest of the video. So, Ryan, what were your initial thoughts on uh, OU Texas? I think the first thing that came to mind was mainly why was Mike Stoops not fired three years ago? That was the first thing that came to my mind. When I was watching the game, I was like, oh my goodness, we literally gave away two national championships because Mike Stoops was still on staff. That's true. Like, that was the first. And, like, secondly, Oklahoma, whatever Alex Grinch asked for, money-wise, give it to him. 100%. Yep. He's worth every dime because some of the blitz packages and just how aggressive he was uh, during the game kind of shows <laughs> this is no longer Mike Stoops. Or, yeah, Mike Soup's uh, defense. So, that was my first initial reaction to the game. That was every, every, every <laughs> Exactly. Because yeah. this, is, this is the game where, like, I mean, most people have been complaining about Mike Stoops for years. Since he got really hired, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Well, not necessarily, because he, he did start out really strong, and but he, I don't know, I don't know what, what his deal was, but it was this game last year that it was, like, the pinnacle. I mean, he got fired after this game, I'm pretty sure it was... Was OU Texas last year? That, yeah, that, yeah, like literally a day after. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was Sunday night that he yeah. got fired. So yeah, on uh, his day off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they called him in. But uh, well, why do you think that he stuck around so long? Why do you think? Oh, you think it was Bob's? It's Bob. It's hundred percent Bob. Yeah, his brother ran the show. I mean, his brother is a, a legend in Oklahoma. He has his own statue. Yeah, <laughs> that pretty much makes so you nepotism. Religion. Nepotism yeah, exactly. was the main exactly. main contributor to that. Yeah. I mean, I've heard OU fans complain for a long time about Mike. I've even complained about it because, I mean, you expect Big Twelve defenses to be bad, but OU was one of the worst in the whole country. Yeah, exactly. I think top or worst five, top five and worst uh, defenses last worst, year. Top, top top worst word, <laughs> top worst. Well, there's 132 uh, defense or teams, and I think that we were 129. That's so <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Number one offense with the worst defense. Exactly. I mean, they uh, literally a shootout every time. game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, we played. We let Kansas score 40 points last year. So um, yeah, that's insane. But uh, I mean, but really, what what is what was Mike thinking? Like, when you have your cornerbacks 15 yards off the line of scrimmage. That was always my biggest complaint. <laughs> I remember watching the Baylor game. Like It looked like we didn't even have cornerbacks, oh like, because they were so far off of we the had, We played four safeties. Exactly. Field, like, like, seven-yard passes. And... 
<laughs> it's like oh playing. What were, were we playing? Cover three every time. Yeah. defense. <laughs> I know. It was like it was the last minute of the game, and we were ahead by a touchdown or something. But so every game was a shootout, and so you said Alex Grinch just really stepped it up. Everybody's. What I noticed is everybody was flying to the ball. Everybody was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember playing football, and everybody was. Oh, you got to get to the ball, get the ball. And I was like on offense. I was like, I'm way back here at the line of scrimmage blocking. I don't really care. You guys would get to the ball if you want, but right. Well, I think he made you know aggressiveness such a key um, in the off season and you know up to the game that uh, I even heard an interview where he was like, "If we don't get uh, a certain amount of pass interference calls against us or a certain amount of you know calls against us, we're not playing hard enough." And I just kind of I was like, "Dude, we that is so much different than we've yeah. had in the last three years." Like a guy that doesn't care if you get a pass interference call, as long as you're playing hard and playing aggressive, like that's his mindset. So I think he's completely changed the mindset of the team. I mean, because these these are talented players. Yes. I mean, these are guys that have had offers from you know basically every football program in the country, and it wasn't talent. That wasn't the problem of the defense. It was really every time that yeah the scheme and every time that they'd have a play called they were looking to the sidelines and thinking like what's what's going on i don't know what we're doing like we had we practiced this all week but i still don't know what we're doing and so it's pretty obvious what the problem was it was mike stews but um yeah i think the state of this defense right now i would i'm excited i'm actually excited about the defense which I don't remember the last time I said that. <laughs> I, I didn't at all. watch OU the last time. Uh, I could have been excited about the defense. Yeah. So going off on the defense, uh, Kenneth Murray, right? Isn't he the stud for the defense? Oh my goodness, he's gotten so much better. Um, Odom, I didn't really know anything about this guy when, before he came to OU, but um, he's really—you can tell that you know Kenneth is really motivated. Um, uh, He's even marketing himself on exactly. on Twitter and exactly, and uh, and he's really he's a pretty humble guy. I thought before you know he started marketing himself, like I thought he was kind of, but he's really motivated to be the next uh, buckets award winners at OU. So um, yeah, I think uh, that's awesome. He's so, like the energy behind the defense, yeah, pretty much definitely, and the, how fast he is. With he's 240 pounds, but he moves like he's a cornerback. I mean, he's so freaking fast, you know, horizontally. I see so. him in almost every play. He yeah. sort of reminds me of a striker a few years ago. A little bit different was, position, was it, but different position, but just wasn't striker a little bit lighter too? Yeah, but he no, he was he was edge. a lot smaller. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, striker was he just was always in the back. Yeah. He was always in the backfield. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of a pesk. To the defense. I mean, I don't know if Kenneth really isn't a pest. He's more of like I'm gonna hit you really hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's striker. one of those guys that I hated playing against. Yeah. Hit you in the mouth and keep hitting you in the mouth until yeah, exactly. I, I cry. Exactly. So I think Sam Ellinger is gonna have some nightmares about that dude for a while. Do you think we're gonna play them again in the Big Twelve Championship like last year? I don't know it, because I don't. I think. Why I don't know is because I don't know how good Baylor is. Yeah. I don't know how good Iowa State is. They always, Iowa State always starts the year off with like two losses that you're like, what in the world? Why did you guys lose yeah. to, you know, Iowa? They always lose to Iowa, and I never think that Iowa is that good. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I think we kind of have to see where Baylor is and where, you know, some of these other teams are uh, before we, you know, declare that they're going to be in the Big 12 championship. Because I think, you know, defensively, Texas really has some holes right now because of injury. Um, Yeah, I mean, injuries have really plagued them this year. So we'll have to see. I mean, being overhyped. Yeah, that too. I think <laughs> I think that they uh, they're really missing kind of some of the speed guys that they had last year uh, with little Jordan Humphrey and um, dead gum. I can't remember the guy, other guy's name, but he was there forever. It seemed like, but it wasn't Shipley. Was it? No, 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 Shipley was so long ago. Shipley was so long ago. So long ago. I know he had so a he had a brother ago. that was there that was not very good. Oh, okay. Um, but Shippu was with, back with Cole McCoy. What was that? 2010. Yeah, I mean they really they really lack skill players, yeah. and that's something OU does not lack at all. Yeah. Um, I mean they they literally had a a backup quarterback as their running back this previous Who week. Was that so. John Johnson? I want to say Johnson, but yeah, I, don't... I think that's his name. I think uh, that is his name. He tore up the yeah, defense was, a little bit. He, he was obviously their best running back, which is probably not a good thing. <laughs> that your uh, backup running back or a backup quarterback is your best running back, but um, I mean injuries plug that too. So, um, but you can't really feel sorry for Texas because they recruit so well every single year. They yeah. basically get whoever they want out of the state of Texas. So those, they get a, those kids get distracted down Ross tonight. That's what I've been saying. For years. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much a country club and. Yeah, <laughs> they're just partying all the time. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Sounds like our college life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we had a great time. Or I did. I don't know about you two. <laughs> we focused on school. <laughs> I was there. I did school, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> okay, so before we get off the defense stuff, I was gonna say. So last year, my least favorite player on OU was Molly, and it seems like he's like completely changed his game this year he's he's become probably i mean one of our best corners if not the oh, best i think player. he's our best yeah <laughs> just because he has a he has the body type that the other guys don't yeah they're all kind of small i mean uh, all the other cornerbacks we have are like five nine five ten yeah. and miley is a good six foot and uh there was a play where he knocked knocked the ball out of uh, uh a texas receiver's hand and and it's like none of the other cornerbacks could have done that because yeah. they're just not long enough. Yeah. And and that's really it. Like, Grinch is recruiting um, cornerbacks that are all over six foot. Yeah, I so noticed, I noticed he's that. like, he does not want anybody no that's the same size as they have now, So, uh, which is good. I mean, that really fits his system of like, because obviously the, the linebackers and defensive linemen are just attack, 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 and these big 12 offenses that throw all the time. Um, they got to have cornerbacks that can cover for not like a super long amount of time because you want your linebackers and defensive linemen to get upfield um, and create havoc because they're only they're only supposed to be holding for a certain amount of time on the back end. So yeah, um, well, I know on offense when I was an offensive lineman, they said you can block for five to six seconds. You're doing your job. Right. Exactly. If you do if you do longer than five or six seconds, you're fantastic and mm-hmm. you're gonna be you might be playing on Saturdays. Right, and some of us weren't very good, so we didn't we didn't hold for five six seconds. But um, so I mean, if you take that aspect and apply it to defense, also, you know, a corner only has to hold for five seconds, and I mean, for those guys, they're super fast, so that's that can be a considerable distance. Yeah. But 
if you like I said, if you apply that, you only have to hold five five six seconds. And uh, on the defense, are they running mainly man or zone? Uh, it's mainly man, from what I see. And um, I, if I'm not wrong, I mean, I think I think Stoops was running mainly zone. Yeah, well, he ran, yeah, zone. Only zone? Zone, like, 10 yards off of the line of scrimmage. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, I already said it, but, like, there'd be plays where you couldn't even see the cornerbacks in the in the screen yeah. because they'd be so far off of the line <laughs> of scrimmage that the cameraman wasn't even looking at them. So, but yeah. So, I mean, I, th- man is a good way. If you, if your corners can cover man is a good way to, to get after the quarterback. Cause then you don't have to cover as much space. You're only, co- you know, you're only worried about one guy. Yeah. And then you can have more people attacking more people being aggressive. Yeah. And it, they, he did a lot of like safety blitzes, on Saturday, where it was kind of a delayed blitz, where um, it almost seemed like uh, the defensive linemen were kind of clearing out the offensive linemen to a certain way, and it gave a lane straight to the quarterback uh, for, I can't remember, Fields. I think that was uh, the guy that got home. Uh, he ran a couple of, of uh, safety blitzes, though. I mean, he runs so many different blitzes. I mean, I'm a football guy, and like, I watch all the moving pieces, and he's just he's he's very good and you can tell that he spent a lot of time in in the film room when he's uh, uh watching for texas i mean he basically took away their screen game which they do so many screens those bubble screens out to the side um that was a no-go i mean every single time that that was lined up buki would go in there which i'm not a big fan of buki i don't know yeah. how you guys feel about him yeah. i feel like he's kind of overhyped when he came in but yeah. every this is probably his best game yeah because he was always busting up those bubble screens, and there was a lot of other plays where um, it was like a, a toss out to the running back, and you can tell that all those guys really watched film because they could identify the play. Yep. They knew what was going to happen before it did, um, and that helped Kenneth Murray too. I mean, he had a great day and all the time that yep. I mean he spent in the film room, and he's he's talked about that so so much of what how much time he spends in the film room and how that's helped him. So, uh, but yeah, you want to talk about maybe the offense a little bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't think it was the best offensive game that we've had this year, but, uh, obviously, I mean, when we scored 70 points against, who was it? South Dakota. I mean, obviously we're not going to be, it doesn't count, but we're not going to be playing as well as that. But I think obviously if we had cut down on the turnovers, and maybe been slightly more efficient on third down, we would have just killed it. Like, you just destroyed them. Yeah, this game, to me, it wasn't near as close as the score said. No, not even, no. <laughs> no, it kind of seemed, I feel like this is the first time since, I can't even remember, since OU physically dominated Texas. Yeah. I feel like Texas has physically dominated the game probably since the Landry Jones era. Yeah. I mean, you know, some of the blowouts that we had uh, during while Landry Jones was there, um, that was probably the last time I can remember us physically dominating this game. Um, but, yeah, I feel like we haven't done that in a long, long time. Um, and I was actually surprised. Um, I subscribed to a recruiting service or whatever, and they were saying that uh, the tackles weren't going to play in this game. And um, they ended up both playing. They both played, yeah. So I was – Super surprised about that. Um, I think 
I think Ely is is a very talented football player. Swinson, I'm a little nervous about. Yeah, he's got slow feet, and I feel like when we go up against the Alabamas and like the Clemsons and stuff like that, um, that might be <laughs> that might be a problem because yeah, be... you know the defensive coordinator is going to be looking at that and just kind of have a li- you know kind of lick their lips a little bit so. <laughs> Um, are those are the tackles. Sorry, I'm not familiar. Yeah, with all the, the tackles. Names. Swinson okay. is the right tackle, um, but yeah, he's a little slow. I know he's been he's been banged up, but even before this, I mean, he was letting guys in South Dakota. I mean, they played. They both played very well um, this past weekend. Uh, so maybe 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 I'm wrong, but I think Swinson might be a problem. I don't know if that's the answer at right tackle quite yet. Um, what well, I know that. Oh, good. I think he's a, I think he's a senior or junior. Okay, so they just he's a always upper, kind of he redshirted one of those years, so I don't yeah. I don't know what year he is anymore. I know that when I was playing Friday Night Lights, uh, back in my day, back, back in, my, in day, my day, back in the high school days, uh, five times state champion. <laughs> that's not true. Uh, zero times state champion. But I mean, my coach would always be like, "Oh, these guys are really good," and then I'd go out and play like extremely hard like i'd play like all oh, these guys are good right and then like after the first couple of drives I'm like these guys suck why did my coach tell me they were good kind of play up to the competition type yeah of stuff. and, and maybe, maybe that's what he's experiencing yeah. maybe he's, i would hope that a college athlete wouldn't be like that but yeah maybe yeah um there's a reason i didn't go I to mean, the next they didn't level do too yeah great against coming out to get well they didn't play last or yeah against kansas but, no they didn't play but overall kansas. the offense didn't do too great that's probably a little bit of a just to take the week off. No, I mean they look sluggish against Kansas, and yeah. I mean, for the most part, I mean they moved the ball against Texas. Moving yeah. the ball was not the problem. Well, I mean, if you like, I said you cut down on those two turnovers by. It Jaylen. was really the turnovers in the red zone that just killed us. It ruined that. Yeah, we could we could have had that game done in the first half. Oh yeah, I mean it should have been twenty eight, maybe to three. Yep. I mean I don't even know if three because. If we kept the ball there, I don't know if they even go down and score. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it it shouldn't have even been as close as it was. But, um, but Well, I don't have the st- – Keaton, do you have stats pulled up on it? You might not. But, um, did Jay, my question is, did Jalen lead rushing for OU? Oh, I, I don't have to look up the stats. I, I'm sure. I'm sure he did. <laughs> I mean, it's either him or – um, Sermon Kennedy. No, okay. Sermon didn't even get a carry. Didn't even get a carry. Yeah. Oh, he didn't. Why no. is that? That might have just been how it, it played out because Lincoln said several times that he just rides the hot hand, and Kennedy was he was playing really well. Yeah. But um, because I was looking at stats before the podcast, and Sermon, it was <laughs> it seemed like every week it was Jalen Hurts was leading and rushing, and had usually over a hundred yards. If not every game, he had over 100 yards. And then it was Sermon next. On Yeah, yeah. So that's why I asked about that. I mean, personally, I'm not a fan of having your quarterback be... Oh, that's the wrong year. <laughs> I'm the... <laughs> uh, calm out. Uh, I'm, I'm personally not one to have my quarterback lead in rushing every game. Or even any uh, game, I wouldn't want that. But... And he said that he... They were talking about him pl- not playing as well, and he said... That he like jammed his hand, his throwing hand. This is Jalen. Yeah, on the mm-hmm. first drive. Oh. So I wonder if that has something to do with the turnovers. But even still, some of the boneheaded mistakes he made, like he was throwing across his body, 
I mean, in but like triple coverage, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? So there, I think he probably could have, he could, he probably could have thrown two more interceptions at least. Yeah. In that game, I mean, he. Well, he's played in the Iron Bowl. I don't know why why he got so got was so affected. It's not even the same thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going off his comments. He said he's somebody. Are you ready to play? Well, the, I think the question was, are you ready to play in this big game against Texas? And he's like, well, I played in the Iron Bowl, so I can know what it's all about. The Iron Bowl is not as not the close as the same thing because this is like. I mean, this is like the definition of a neutral field. Yeah. <laughs> There's no like home team. I mean, it's split down the middle, so you're at home. They do a and good job away. of that. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was. So maybe that has something to do. Maybe him, you know, jamming his. Yeah. He said like part of his hand was swollen. I don't know how much I believe that, but. Um, Pansy. <laughs> I, I hate it. When, I hate it when players come after the game and talk about how they're some small. If injury. you're in, if you're injured, just get out of the game. Just don't. Yeah. No, just don't tell anyone you were hurt. <laughs> like suck it up. You decided to play the game. Yeah, exactly. But I think that we kind of learned a little bit something about Jalen. I, look, I think he's a great college quarterback. But we at o- Oklahoma, like us as fans, we've been so spoiled. Um, having Baker and then Kyler, like back to back Heisman Trophy winners at, at like these are both generation talents, <laughs> you yeah. know, at, at quarterback position. And then, you know, we kinda come back down to earth, um, as far as Jalen a little bit, but I think the way Lincoln schemes people open, you don't even really have to be that accurate with football. I mean <laughs> like there are some of those throws that I'm like I could probably do that. Yeah, like that guy is there's not a guy within 15 yards of that dude. Yeah. You know, so uh, you don't really have to be that accurate with some of the ways that he schemes people open. Uh, he does such a good job of that. So well that CD Lamb play I thought was pretty oh my gosh. Which was, one? The, the the one where he caught it in traffic and there was four guys around him. Oh, the the one that went viral that yeah. said, like CD scored on this play yeah. type of thing. There's like there's like five, there's dudes, like around five dudes around him. Yeah, maybe yeah. that just as a tribute that... to how bad their defense is. But we can we can actually play a game real quick. What, CD Lamb is the best receiver Oklahoma's had since. Yeah, you think he's better than Marquise Brown? Yes. Why? Overall. Overall, okay. Overall, okay. You get you take away be better in the NFL. I don't think because he doesn't have the speed. I think he has the best hands we've ever seen for Ed OU, but he's not not that fast. I'm trying to think know. of a great. I think he's. I think he's great wide receiver. I think he's fast, dude. He was getting past a lot of people yesterday. He's strong. He's he's, he's the super strongest strong. receiver. He is really strong. He wasn't always like that though. I mean. Dude's one of the better route runners and that we've yeah. had in a long time and probably since Didi. Yeah, Didi. I forgot about Didi. Didi was a great route runner. We've had a great receiver every single year. That's another thing. So, so we've had Baker and Baker had Didi and then he had, um, well, he had Sterling and Didi and then Didi, and then Kyler comes in and he had and he had Marquise Brown and then Kyler yeah. comes in and has Marquise Brown and CD. And now CD's taking over that top top dog spot. And it's just like every year we have a standout receiver. I mean, even looking at the stats right here, CD had 10 receptions compared to the, the next most. Rambo had three, and he only had 23 yards. Right. So it's just like we have that target that 
our quarterbacks aiming for almost every time. So, well, that, uh, that's why I think it makes it more impressive. Like is, Texas yeah. knew who they were trying to get the ball to, yeah. and he still continuously got open. And after that, he would make people miss or run through people. So yeah. I just that's why I'm saying like he is one of the most impressive receivers physically that we've had in yeah. probably ever. I don't remember the last time that we've had a receiver like this. Um, I mean, he's my favorite receiver that we've had out of the last bunch. No, I mean, well, I mean, what other what other ones would you compare him to? Well, like I mean, Marquise Brown is different because he's, so he's what I th- what I'm saying is why I think he's so good is because he's good at everything. Yeah, he's he so he's run. like so complete as a receiver. Marquise was more of just the speed guy. Yeah, you know he had the go route. That's yeah, his that's route tree. Say, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, CD's route tree is so much more diverse than than any of these guys that we've had in the, in recent memory. Um, Sterling is one of those guys that I love to watch play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I'm just thinking about like, like if I could pick my, if I had my choice, like, man, I think I'd, I'd pick CD out of, if, from recent memory, I can't remember a, a receiver that I would probably take the, <laughs> the other guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he's kind of physically. stills. No, I'm no. just trying to. I'm just trying to think of OU wide receivers <laughs> to try to compare them to. But. Malcolm Kelly. For the Malcolm yeah, Kelly. For the well, Malcolm Malcolm Kelly his rap game is ten times better than CDs. I'm sure. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent. Now CD is a little awkward. I've heard he's not really like. But yeah. I haven't heard anything. No. I, I honestly thought he. What is the? What is the? Uh, Best wide receiver, like what is that award called each year? Um, Blitnikoff. I thought I thought last year watching him against uh, who did we lose to in the playoff again? Alabama. Uh, watching him against Bama, I was like, that's what I'm saying. Against the most elite competition, yeah. CD has his best games. Yep. So that's why I'm thinking, like, man, when is the last time that we've had a, a wide receiver that? Is that, that, good. that good? I mean, that can consistently get open against basically anyone. And he can catch it in traffic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, his hand, he, he has, has the best hands. Best hands. I mean, like I know it didn't count, but that no, that catch, catch against UCLA, <laughs> yes. that's one of the greatest catches yes. I've ever seen. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like that, that might like beat out the Odell thing. Like it was yeah, basically it, Odell. <laughs> like that's basically what it was. So I yeah. remember that. I was such a. I was there, and I was. I didn't even really, because there was like a bunch of people around him, and I couldn't really even see. I just saw his hand stick up yeah. out of the air. No, and I was he there grabbed too. the ball. I was like, "What in the world <laughs> just happened?" But yeah, I mean, he's he's incredible. He's really good. Um, so, out of all the games, Texas has been the toughest matchup so far. We right. can all agree on that. Yeah. Yep. So. One thing I noticed about Texas defense was they were in the backfield quite a bit. Do you think that really affected Jalen? I didn't, I didn't really notice that. I was thinking it seems like every time, uh, at least in the first half, maybe that was just a fluke, but uh, it just seemed like they were in the backfield or, you know, they were driving the ball okay, but it just seemed like a struggle. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm maybe I'm misinterpreting things. or. Well, I mean, some of the, some of the ways that they run the ball, those the pulling – that they do, 
some of that there's going to be people in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think that that Swenson there was a couple times that he got beat, and I know he's 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 pulling through an injury, um, but I still even when he wasn't injured, I was just I kind of went away from the South Dakota game and the Houston game thinking. Man, I don't know if that guy is as good as we've He's definitely not as starter. well. Definitely not as good as what we've had in the past. Yeah. I mean, we've had. Well, I mean, you have first round picks. Yeah, exactly. Every well, I every don't know year. if they went first, but draft picks. Yeah. You know, NFL guys. I just don't think Swenson is an NFL guy because his feet. He's got the. He's got. He kind of acts like he has weights attached to the end of him. Sometimes. He needs to be playing basketball. <laughs> Get his footwork up. That guy's way too big to be playing basketball. <laughs> but but that, that'll help you for work. Anyways, uh, so I just thought he was there. There's in the backfield quite a bit. Like I said, maybe I was wrong. But Yeah, I mean, like I said, like sometimes this is the way that they run the ball, that there are going to be people in the backfield, but it's part of you know their system, the way that they pull both the tackle and the guard on one side. Um, there's going to be people. Yeah, that, some counter plays. Some yeah. counters. So, um but yeah, there's going to be people in the backfield sometimes. But um, but yeah, I did think that that Swenson got beat a couple of times. Um, but for the most part, though, they played pretty well. You know, um, I like was, I said, it's like we said, it's the toughest matchup they've had so far. So. Yeah, exactly. And that Hayes kid, that dude is a monster. The uh, I think it's I think he's on the left side. The left guard. Oh, I didn't he's gigantic. Yeah. He's 6'5", 340, and he's just massive. I mean, he, there was a play. I almost thought he was going to get called for like a an unsportsmanlike conduct because it was after the play was over. They were in the end zone. It was the, the play that uh, Jalen scored on when they were uh, on the one-yard line, and he runs in. It was like the, I think it was the last time they scored. But Hayes literally throws a defensive tackle to the ground and, like, pushes his face into the ground. <laughs> like, after the play was already over. The play was done. They were literally celebrating. Hayes is – I just look at the TV. The guy is in the background throwing a defensive <laughs> tackle to the ground and shoving his face into the ground. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, that's going to get called. <laughs> it didn't get called. I guess yeah. the guy didn't see it. But it was, like, right in front of the ref, too. I don't know how he didn't see it. <laughs> But yeah, that dude's a monster. I mean, so, it sounds like he's taking care of his his duties. I mean, his just job. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, the last couple of lines have had guys like that. You know, the Orlando Brown. You know, yeah. sometimes he's gonna like that. That dude threw punches in games. Yeah. And so did Cody Ford. I mean, Cody Ford was the exact <laughs> same way. He literally punched a, a Texas Tech guy with in the helmet, like just hit him that. in the helmet. Yeah. I'm like. First of all, if anybody throws a punch in the helmet, that dude's insane. Mentally, the dude is insane. Like, like, like don't mess with that dude. That guy is—he's got some things going on right up there, you know. But, uh, but yeah, I think uh, for the most part, that uh, the interior, especially—I mean, you have Creed in the middle. He's—he's he's an All-American he's candidate. I mean, he's always solid and. Um, I like I said I'm really impressed with Hayes. I think he's that that you know rough guy in the, right up there in the middle. So I think he's really good too. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think um, Ely's a really good player. But Swenson, I'm still I think the verdict's still out on Swenson. Um, a little slow, 
compared to our you know our previous uh, left tackles that we've had in the past. So, uh, but for the most part, um, kind of the takeaways I had uh, from the game, Hurts probably hurt his Heisman chances. I would think a little bit. A little bit. I think I thought that, and then to me, it's like people forget. That all they care about in the end is the stats, and the stats. If you take away the turnovers, which people typically don't pay attention to in college, right. his stats look pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. I mean, and that that could help him quite a bit. I mean, when he ends up being like a fifteen hundred yard rusher and yeah. however many yards passing, yeah. I don't think or people he has will close care. to thirteen hundred yards passing. No, um, he's got. He Dude, only he's has three interceptions. I mean, and one fumble. I yeah, because what what his turnovers count is? How many did you look up? How many yards he had he has? Game? I think he had he over had thirteen total, or in that game. Um, well, both. I was, probably so in the game he had two hundred thirty-five passing yards and he had one hundred thirty rushing yards. Mm, okay, so I mean a pretty solid game. A real Cam Newton. That's who he reminds me of, actually. Just the way he runs the ball. I mean, how big he is, and just. How he looks throwing it most of the time. <laughs> Have you seen a video of him squatting? Yes, that dude's a, that dude's a maniac. <laughs> He's squatting. Probably almost every dude on that field. Except yeah, the, maybe the some of the low offensive linemen, but I don't even know. Like, especially some of the younger guys. He's probably stronger than some of the younger oh, offensive yeah. linemen. So, well, how much did he squat? Did... Six hundred. That uh, was six hundred pounds. So let's see. In high school. We had power lifters. Evan, he's stronger than you. No, no, no. I'm not. Con- I didn't power lift. No, I'm. I'm a thousand percent sure he's stronger. <laughs> I thought than you were me, about to bring it up, especially out. right now. No, no. no. Like, but dude, I, I was thinking. I'm just trying to put into perspective. So seniors in high school that were like competitively lifting were probably squatting. Like heavyweight were. I mean, I mean, it depends on probably what, four, four hundred, four fifty, maybe. I mean, it depends on the weight class. Like, yeah, well, I said heavyweight, like, heavyweight, heavyweight, probably around five hundred. Yeah, yeah. but obviously yeah. he's not. He's just built heavyweight. Like I mean, I guess maybe he's for high school. All those corners that tried to, that said they were gonna. Uh, the yeah, that that time. that didn't even make sense. Yeah. Like, why would you say that? You yeah. seen that dude? That dude's like huge. Yeah, and my favorite part. He of looks the game like a freaking linebacker. He, he injured one of those. Uh, corners at the, the, one of the very last plays <laughs> yeah i was like dude that's on you guys like yeah. honestly y'all brought that on yourselves yeah. but uh so how many yards did he have so, so this season he's at 1700 oh i said almost at 1300 rushing uh passing, passing. Oh, yeah, i was like what the heck no rushing. so almost 700 rushing and almost 1800 passing yeah well, no 600 rushing oh 600 okay so uh, he'll at least be at twelve hundred rushing oh, at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah, and we have. He hasn't really played in the fourth quarter except for this. That's Texas true. Game. That's true. Yeah, and they they. Well, wasn't that the biggest knock on Tua last year? Was he yeah, didn't have yeah, the yeah. stats, but everybody was like, "We well, didn't even play the fourth quarter." Well, neither did Kyler. <laughs> but that's last year. Well, Kyler did because we were in shootouts every single that game. We had Mike C's defense, but we let Kansas score yeah, 40 points. So. Well, at least true. we didn't lose to Kansas like Texas. Yeah, yeah, I took that back. Well, so, no yeah. one really won that game, but yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, speaking of Eisman, I guess we can I can continue on, but I almost feel like they think, oh, well, we didn't give it to Tua last year. Might as well give it to him this year. I don't think they'll be like that. You don't think so? No. 
Because last know. year I was like, just give it to Kyler. Tua has next year. <laughs> the media loves a loves a uh, comeback good story. story yeah. yeah, I think that's the only th- that's like the main thing I feel like Jalen has in his favor is like the comeback story. Yeah, and I mean I love Jalen. I he, yeah. I he's as good of a quarterback as I could have wished for this year. Man, like besides said, besides Kyler. Baker or Kyler. Yeah, right. Yeah, but it to me if we're if we're stuck in the fifth position looking at outside and on the playoffs they're gonna put us in the playoffs because we have Jalen Hurts and they want that Jalen Hurts Alabama matchup oh, so yeah. desperately dude the, ratings, the ratings are yeah. gonna be so oh, good yeah. in that game oh yeah they're oh, praying man. that OU wins out dude but I don't even know if Alabama Alabama has to play Auburn and LSU yeah, LSU's just pretty to good get year. exactly LSU's. I mean, there's there's I've seen so many polls where he they're number one in a lot of people's Didn't polls. They barely beat Texas though. Yeah, I, I mean I haven't watched any game except for maybe that, OU's so. just that good. Could be. Not, not I mean, it's I just don't think it. <laughs> OU's not that good because of just their offense though. Yeah, That's the difference um, in the last couple of years. I mean, like Kyler and Baker probably are. Watch. They probably watched this previous game and were just cussing at the TV the entire time. That's what I would be doing. I would be oh, yeah. cussing at that TV. Oh my gosh! Yep. No, they're preparing on for Sunday. Mm-hmm. They're not watching the game. They're preparing. Well, Kyler was. Yeah. Kyler was preparing. Baker was over there drinking before or something <laughs> on Saturdays. He was partying it up because he doesn't really care what happens on Sundays. Apparently, it's coming from the guy that's wearing his jersey. Hey, I drafted him in fantasy, but you know what? Baker just needs his comeback story. He he had to be the underdog again. Be back he's undraftable. So. <laughs> he's got to get cut, and then he'll come back, he'll and he'll back. be the best quarterback. And then if well, he has to walk on. He has to walk onto a team. Exactly. He he can't get paid. He has to open walk tryout, on. and they're gonna have Baker Mayfield come out there. I mean, I I love Baker, and I watched. I mean, I don't watch the NFL very much, but I watched a few games last year. Thought he was great. But I, when I saw him coming this year, it, he looked so out of shape coming into the season, and I was like, "Did, did he even work in the off season?" He kind of had a little bit of a little tummy on him. Yeah, but uh, uh, the Johnny biggest Menzel, difference I've noticed is the offensive line for Cleveland is awful. Is so bad. I mean, the yeah. dude's running for his life. I, I mean, I wouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> Maybe that's why he said he didn't get in shape. He's gonna have to run every Sunday <laughs> out of the pocket. Yeah. So about mid season, he'll be. <laughs> Ready to go. Uh, so you want to look at the games that are coming up, and then we can talk about maybe what we're looking at next year for OU too. No, is that is that a good good point? Yeah. Play West Virginia next or something. Yeah, we play West Virginia. Is that where uh, Austin Kendall yep. went? Yep. So he knows. I don't even he think he's going to play. I think he got hurt oh, last really? game. Okay, but but I mean, the I biggest advantage they have is is his brain. Austin Kendall's. Yeah. Just Shoot, be, they might have recruited him just be no, just because <laughs> he knows what <laughs> he knows what Lincoln's does, thinking. His game. Like maybe I don't know. I mean, they're not going to win the game. I don't I think mean, it really matters. I mean, that's but that's the reason why OU wasn't going to allow his, him to have eligibility this year. Yeah, but I think then Lincoln looked at their roster and was like, "Yeah, no, whatever." I think he was getting. I think he was <laughs> getting cares? so much flack from the media. Who cares? I mean, they literally graduated. Like I think it was nine starters on defense and nine on offense. So, yeah, I think Lincoln looked at the roster and was like, yeah, never mind, don't yeah, worry about matter. it. Go ahead. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, 
Yeah, no, they they crashed. I mean, they've done better than I thought they would. So what? What's their record, Keaton? Uh, they've they've won at least two games. Three and three. There you go. Kind of sucks for Austin Kendall. You know, he he. Well, well you know, OU has the bye week next week, right? Oh, yeah, they have bye week, and then after that they play. No, I, no, 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 they're playing this Saturday. Oh, they are. Oh, okay. When's their bye then? Austin Kendall's most memorable moment at OU would have had to been when he called Ohio State's defense average or simple. I think it's he used the word simple. It's a simple defense. Baker should do fine, and we lose the game by thirty points. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Austin Kendall is most known for. But yeah, he wasn't ever seen in another interview. Bob Stutes basically buried him on the depth chart. Said you're never talking to anybody ever again and I'm gonna make sure Stay I in go. the hotel room. Yeah. I mean he was like Where? he was a five star recruit, wasn't he? Like, four star, yeah. Oh he was a four star. Oh, yeah. He was given the keys to the kingdom and Baker shows up and takes two of his years. He's like, Alright, you're gonna play next year and then Kyler Kyler steps in. Like, okay, Tyler's gone. You're playing for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> transfers. But I mean, life. makes me feel bad for the guy. The thing is, though, would Lincoln recruit somebody else if he was really good? Yeah, no. So, I mean, I think Lincoln knew what he had in Austin Kendall. Yeah. You know, so, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. But, uh, yeah, I'm not really worried about West Virginia. I think... Uh, I'm really intrigued though about o- OSU. OSU has looked halfway decent, really, um, in some of their games, and they played Texas pretty tough. And uh, you know, Bedlam. I mean, you really you don't know how that. You happens. never know. You, you never, never know. You never know how that game's going. Yeah. So, um, well, I mean, you got a what? Is any a freshman quarterback? Yeah. Well, I think yeah, redshirt freshman. Redshirt but, yeah. freshman. Um, so he's learning as they go. Yeah. Well. You might know, you might not. How was it when OU Bedlam year versus Mason? Which one? Mason Rudolph. Yeah, I know. It was his was first sure. year. His first year. Since that was his first. I think the first year. Cause the first year was. Was that 20... the year that he like played like kind of hurt? Because that year was he didn't do very well. So there was Mason's first year of that he played. They. I think it was Clint. And they no, even like, brought in somebody else. No, I think it was Mason was the guy they brought in. Maybe. That's Maybe I'm it. wrong. Maybe the, I, don't, I, but I can't remember. Everybody was in the program was talking about, well, I guess we're just going to give up, so uh, we'll make sure nobody gets hurt, and we'll just try again next year. And then they said, no, no, no. Gundy said, no, we're going to remove the red shirt from Mason Rudolph. Oh, yeah, he right. wasted a red shirt here for that. For that. like For like <laughs> Three or four games, and that was before the rule of you can play four games yeah. and still transfer. And I think is that rule still apply for redshirt too? You can play four games in redshirt, or is that not true? Well, yeah, that that just passed. Like that yeah. was last year was the first year that that was. Yeah, available. so that would have affected quite a bit. I mean, if that yeah. rule was still around, but or was then. Yeah. But yeah, they wasted a redshirt year for for him to play four games. I mean, Gundy's kind of an idiot. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> how long is he like he's be done there? so many things? I'm just like, dude, what are you? What are you doing? Like, he was at a pepper. I take his shirt off and stuff like that. I'm like, you're a grown man. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, that felt like a midlife crisis type of thing. Like, <laughs> he's like, I got to go to impress a bunch of college kids. He looks you know? like a midlife crisis. <laughs> the mullet. And, yeah. Like, you expect him to be smoking a 
cigarette listening to Van Halen somewhere, you know? <laughs> but I mean, OSU every year seems like they pull something out to at least give OU a run for their money. Yeah. At least in the recent years. No. Well, Who I mean, knows that, what they'll pull out That quarterback's pretty good, and they have Wallace, you know, the um, – Blitnikoff finalist, I believe he was last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Hubbard kid is really good. He's so fast. Um, I mean, yeah, he's one of the fastest running backs I've ever seen. I mean, he's just he's so quick. I don't know what his forty time is, but I would love to know what his forty time is because he's ridiculous. Um, you talking about what's his name, Chuba Hubbard? Yeah, Chuba Hubbard. Chuba, yeah, Chuba Hubbard. He's he's from Canada. I seen some memes where they just like it, just like. Him carrying like everything in the world, and like him carrying the OU offense, OSU. <laughs> or OSU offense, yeah. yeah, carrying the OSU offense. At times, man, he has. I mean, especially against uh, Texas. I mean, they literally just handed the ball to him every well, time. I mean, what's their quarterback name? Spencer. Spencer Sanders. Spencer Sanders, and uh, he made like couple bad passes and they just went straight to the run game like they didn't throw it after that <laughs> like they're like yeah this is it. like this kid gets in his own head and stuff so um well then I, that'll be perfect for the o- yeah OU defense. for the OU defense so maybe i'm not that worried about it but um, <laughs> against them i don't know because that's probably that's going to be the best run game we've seen yeah by far um well big plays i mean big plays almost hurt ou against texas so yeah. That might be an issue. I mean, obviously you don't expect a big play every drive. Well, but. especially with the attacking style that they play. I mean, they play a zero-gap scheme where they, they're they going straight, you know, and they're going they're going up the up the field. So they hit the wrong gap, and that guy goes through that gap. I mean, he's gone. He's got 20 know? yards I mean, at least. He's got 20 yards at least, so he's gone until he hits the safety. So that could be a problem. I mean, that that is kind of, maybe they do play that a little bit different um, because of him. But, I mean, I don't know. Well, I bet, my guess is they're going to stack the box. Probably. And they're going to make OSU beat them through the air. Yeah. What is that game? Is that is that our last, that's, one of the last ones? Yeah, that looks like it's the last game. That's, that's interesting because uh, Caleb Kelly will be allowed to play in that game. He's going to redshirt this year. He's got four games to play. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and so he'll play those. I'm wondering if, if they do bring him back for the last couple games, and then right they expect him. to play in the playoff. I'm assuming. Yeah. So, especially if they're undefeated, going up in what's the TCU? TCU, yeah. So they get to TCU, TCU and. I mean, the rest of the schedule. Well, what kind of records are Iowa they going State's against? Pretty good this year. Baylor's undefeated. I mean, that's Baylor's the thing. Undefeated. We don't really know how good Baylor is. They haven't Who have really they played? played anybody. Oh, they haven't played anybody? They, they played Tech. They played. Yeah. Huh. Played Tech. They went to double overtime, I believe, in that game. Yeah, beat Iowa State by two, beat Tech Ooh. by three. Sounds like they got some clutch genes. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of like this coach. I mean, he's, he's, he's a no-nonsense type of guy and um, – Real he keys on physicality and um, so I mean that's really where they've made their their strides. They have that Sims guy, the wide receiver. He's like six four, pretty quick. Um, always plays good against OU. Yeah. Um, 
pretty average most of the year until he plays OU. So, um, but yeah, I can't remember who is their quarterback's name. Is that oh, that Brewer? Oh. So we got West Virginia up next. Mm-hmm. Who's after that, Keaton? Oh, uh, Brewer. That's what his name is. Is it, is it Iowa State? Iowa State. West Virginia, Kansas State, Kansas State, Iowa State, Baylor, TCU, no. OSU. So out of those, you say Iowa State and OSU are probably the toughest matchups. Iowa State mm-hmm. and maybe Baylor. I think Baylor. I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking Baylor's a good team. I mean, they're undefeated, so they have to be better than Tech. Yep. Even though I think Tech is, I mean, they're missing their, they're still missing their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't think Tech is that is all that good. But uh, yeah, I think Baylor is better than what people are giving them credit for. And they're what are they ranked? Eighteen. They're they're. <laughs> we were talking about this before <laughs> the podcast. Like Texas is t- has two losses and they're still ranked ahead of them. Like no one's given any any respect to Baylor. So I'm Which sure. I feel like that that makes it worse for the team they're playing because they're they've got a chip no. on their shoulder every week. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, yeah, I think I mean this this OU team has the has the opportunity to go undefeated, and we haven't really. I mean that hasn't happened since what two thousand. That have been the that would have been the national championship year. Well, um, I mean as OU, you want to go undefeated, and you also want your strength. Well, I think you have to if you want to go to the playoff. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to get in if they they can't lose. No, no. Well. But also, when in the Big Twelve Championship, you want that other team to be undefeated, right? No, they can't they because can't. we play everybody. It's yeah. a ten team. I mean, the schedule doesn't permit. So you that. want their only loss to be to OU, pretty much. Yeah. So it would have to be Baylor, I would assume. You need Baylor to be good. You need Baylor to be good, and you need to smoke them. Yeah. Because then you play them again in the Big Twelve Championship, right? And then that boosts you up to you know, I mean, in the top four. Look. Even if they barely win all the rest of their games, they're going to get in just because of uh, the people that are above them right now and their schedules. Because, what is it, um, LSU plays Alabama. What, LSU is ranked what, fourth? They're fourth. I can't remember. I mean, it, either way, they're, they're above OU. Yeah, they're right above OU. And OU's uh, five. So. And who else is up so there? So regardless, Georgia? they'll have the opportunity to be one of the top four spots. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Regardless of how they play for the rest of the year, um, but I think this is this is their best opportunity in the last, I mean, twenty years to <laughs> go undefeated. So, um, yeah. so yeah, I mean, yeah, it goes Alabama, LSU, Clemson, Ohio State, Ohio State, yeah. And Which I mean, we're gonna learn how good Wisconsin is too this year as well. I mean. So the top seven teams right now are undefeated. I didn't even realize Wisconsin was. So they goes, beat, OU, they beat Wisconsin, the breaks off of Michigan, man. They beat the tar out of Michigan. Like, it wasn't even close. They had, like, I think it was, like, 30-something to zero at halftime. And, yeah, I mean, Michigan is always overrated. And I don't know how Jim Harbaugh, whatever you say his last name, is still there at the end of the year. I don't know how that – I mean, whether he signed a 10-year contract when he first got there or something ridiculous. Um. I don't know how he stays there. I don't. I mean, I'm sure that there's boosters. I mean, whoever's you know paying the bills. It just looks probably, good on the. It, I bet it just looks good on the program that he was an NFL coach. 
Well, it was, but he also went to Michigan. He was a quarterback in Michigan oh. uh, in college. So, I mean, he went there and he said that was his dream job. I'm surprised Notre, Notre Dame is still top ten. After last, didn't last Dude, year. Dude, they, they should be automatically disqualified because they don't play in a conference. That just upsets me so much that they can literally. And they had a loss last year. Did they have? A, no, they went no, undefeated. They went they undefeated. undefeated. But they got smacked in the playoff, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just, that's why yeah. I was saying they should be disqualified because they got I'm smacked so bad. Yeah. But okay, so Alabama and LSU play each other. Mm-hmm. Clemson, do they play? Does Clemson play any of the top five? No, no. They're, Clemson plays no one all year long. And then Ohio State, oh, they Clemson's play. Going undefeated for the rest of the Clemson, their toughest game all year is going to be A and M. And then who does Ohio State play? They who? play Michigan, Wisconsin, and they'll play Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game if they don't play them this year. Oh, they're, they're playing them. Oh, they play them this week. year. They play them next week? Oh. Uh, yeah, next weekend. And then Penn State. Who does Penn State play? Oh, they're undefeated too. Yeah, those are the top seven teams. Yeah. It's, it goes Alabama, LSU, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, and Penn State. Minnesota, Michigan, Indiana. Well, if, oh, they play Ohio State. Okay. So those teams could knock each other out. Yeah. This or, is why we need an eight-team playoff. Eight teams. Eight teams would. Well, I mean, but none of the, not all those teams are going to go undefeated because they play each other. No, but there's always. I mean, always. It could be a fluke game. That, yeah. That are on the fifth in the fifth spot. That. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about an eighteen playoff. Why? Because it adds a game. Yeah, it's already so many more. I know it's more football. It's good for the fans, but it's not good for the players. That's that what I'm saying. Taking the NFL route of. I mean, it depends on if they actually go to school or not. Yeah. If that's a real thing, then it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for the for the actual players. I mean, if they actually have to go to school, which I mean, well, who, I mean, bowl games knows? take a lot. Yeah. Exactly. Like you're they're there almost the whole week. And that's basically. I mean, if you make it through the playoffs, I mean, that's two bowl games essentially. So that's just a lot to put on. I've been kids. to some bowl games, and like I said, it takes a lot. You gotta, you're missing a ton of class. Yeah. I mean, granted, those teams they bring, like obviously, they're big schools, so they bring tutors with them. They bring yeah. like t- teachers' assistants yeah. to come teach them the material, help them right. through the material. So they're missing a lot of school, but are they actually missing? Kind of. I mean, yeah. it, it can never replace being in the actual being, class. being in the actual classroom. Right. Yeah. Because right. there's always things that are missed, but. I mean, like I said, bowl games just take a lot out of you because you have such a regimented schedule from your team. You have so many media. Like, you talk to the media pretty much every day. Right. And it just takes a lot out of you. And you almost, like, being there is almost a distraction. Well, it has to be. I mean, you don't really have a whole lot of yeah, time for just thinking about that, I guess. For school and i mean well i'm not even saying just from school i'm saying for for football it's a distraction from football i mean you're thinking about football but yeah you're not practicing hard because you don't want to get anybody injured you're not it's i know so uh being kind of close to the osu program gundy hates bowl games because of how different they are from regular games 
Again, Gundy's kind of an idiot. I don't <laughs> but like, he doesn't get any good. <laughs> yeah, he needs to go. To I've been to some good bowl games with the <laughs> OSU program, so um, it's just. Oh, oh. Yeah, I forgot to pay the bill this week um, or this month. But I mean, they're just so different compared to a normal game. Right. Like your different schedule, different eating habits, different. You're in a hotel. You're in a different place. It's just so different. You're dr- taking a bus to every practice field, all that kind of stuff. It just is annoying for the team. Right. If you just did a normal game, I'm sure it wouldn't be as bad. But Yeah, and then you have a bigger chance to get injured and – Upset. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is, is it would be good this year. But think of it last year. There was such a big gap, I feel like, in between the number four team and the number five team. I felt like but there was a well, huge it was gap the big in between, argument those two. between OU versus Ohio State. Was it wasn't an argument. Ohio State lost two games. That, that was a ridiculous ar- no, that was a ridiculous argument. They lost to uh Purdue and somebody else. Well, I didn't I didn't like the argument then. <laughs> and you hate it even more. Now. I hate it now cuz it just <laughs> it doesn't it didn't make sense to me. They lost twice. They shouldn't have been considered. I, the only year, reason why they made that a big deal is because Urban Meyer said it was his last year. Yeah, I felt like, and I actually I think I'm I'm mixing it up. It, it had to do with um, if Alabama lost. Okay, so if Alabama lost, that's yeah, that that's probably more so. OU yeah. would have been out. That that was mm-hmm. my that was it. And Georgia, which <laughs> I didn't understand that argument either, because Georgia wanted to get it. Yeah, so yeah, they, Georgia they, getting they in because I was like, game. dude, like. If you can't beat them then, why are you gonna beat them? Next time, yeah. You know, a week from now. You know, yeah. like what? What's? No one wants to see that game twice. Yeah, exactly. It was a boring game anyway. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I'm interested to see if you know if this team does get to the playoff. I'm interested to see if they've you know made that gap in between the Oklahoma and the Alabama Clemson. If they've you know it's made all that about gap. The defense. I know. I think it is. And you gotta wonder if they're, if they're at very least closer, yeah. you know, um, which I think they are. I mean, the defense has taken what five steps forward, mm-hmm. offense has one stepped step one step back. So yeah, I think that's probably where we're at. We beat Alabama in three of the four quarters. They just beat us so bad in the first oh quarter. Oh my gosh! Well, I mean, Lincoln now has more experience in the playoff. I mean, as a coach, how yeah. to prepare your team. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that... You don't think that matters? There's a big talent gap. I felt like last year, especially on defense, like defense killed us last year. Yep. There was no way that we were going to win that game. There just wasn't. You had to score on every drive I mean, and get one stop. I know, but like we couldn't score. There was no way that we were going to score on every drive against that defense. No. And I mean, it, what, it started out 28-0, didn't no. it? Yeah, 21 or 28, something yeah. like that. But... There was no way that we were going to score on every drive. So my biggest thing is I just think that I think that we've made the gap a little bit smaller yep. at, at very least. Um, and who knows? We might we might get past the first round this year. Who knows? But uh, I think I think that we're we're a lot closer. But like we kind of we kind of skipped over it a little bit. But um, Caleb Kelly, I think I guarantee you that he he's going to play this year. You think so? I think so because he's already, you know, they've said that he's looked really good, um, in in some of his rehab and stuff like that. And he's a guy that's made 
so many plays in a Mike Stoops defense, which yeah. is hard to do. It's hard yeah. to make plays in a Mike Stoops defense. So I'm sure in an Alex Grinch defense, he would be out. He'd probably be the best linebacker that's ever lived. <laughs> At so, least for OU. Exactly. But I think that he would play in that rush position, yeah. which is, was it John Michael Terry, I think, which is, I think he's an Oklahoma guy, actually. Went to Midwest City, I think. But, uh, yeah, I mean, John Michael Terry isn't something to write home about, in my opinion. I mean, he's just kind of, he's, he's there. I feel like if if Caleb is there, because he was the guy that always was in the backfield uh, when he was allowed to rush, I feel like if he was in the rush linebacker position, he'd be outstanding. Yep. I think that that position's almost made for him, yeah. in a way. I mean, you know, he's about 230, and, you know, as fast as a hiccup, you know. So I feel like he'd be really good in that position. Um, and he might be, you know, something that that's really good against the Alabamas and the Clemsons in the world. Because I don't think that we have that pure pass rusher no. right now. Yeah. So what happened to Caleb Kelly? Sorry, I'm, I must be. He tore be... his ACL. Oh. In, in Off-season? Off-season. Okay. Yeah, in, in the spring. So he'll be, I mean. So you're thinking that OU's defense hasn't even been truly unlocked without without him back. I think so. I think he's, like I was saying, Mike Stoops' defense was so timid. Like, it just seemed like they were just playing not to get beat type of stuff. No big plays. No big plays. And he still made plays. And he was a five-star linebacker coming out of high school. I mean, the kid is immensely. for Mike Stoops. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, (laughs) hey, you can say whatever you want. Mike Stoops was a great recruiter. I mean, just an outstanding recruiter. But it's just what he did after they got there <laughs> that really kind of screwed up their careers. So, uh, but yeah, the guy was immensely a talented player, um, just a freak athlete. I mean, you, you can you know which which one's Caleb Kelly when he's walking off the bus um, type of guy. So, uh, I think once they get him back, and they're because they're going to redshirt him. There's no yeah. point in him playing against you know, West Virginia or whatever. But, um, and I think he still needs some time to rehab or whatever. But With those red shirts, do they count if they play in the playoff games? Or is it just regular season? I'm sure they count. Sure, I would think they I'm count. I'm sure they count. So they, they'll probably account for if they made it to the national championship. And mm-hmm. yeah. I would think so. So you're thinking he might only just play two games. He'd probably play two games. Which, uh, you know, you, you play against Oklahoma State, which is that's, know, a good, that's a good yeah. talent. It's a good warm up, um, but I really think that in this defense, Caleb Kelly will be something special. Uh, I think this defense is kind of built for him in a way. So, um, I mean, this guy had NFL scouts when he was in high school saying, "I don't care what happens with him at Oklahoma. In the seventh round, I'm going to pick him up, no matter <laughs> what. No matter what. I mean, that, that's what people were saying about him when he came out of high school." So the talent's there, yeah. And you know we like like we started off talking about. I mean the talent has always been there on this defense. Um, it's just the direction. It's and, just the and direction, the exactly. So um, I think that uh, yeah, I think he's a player to look out for. I think before I'm sure we're getting close to wrapping up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll have some hot takes after this. So uh, just wanted to bring up some some young players that kind of stood out to me. Uh, Jaden Hazelwood. That's the, uh, the receiver. receiver. Yeah. The freshman wide receiver. Five-star, right? Yeah. 
So he's so good. <laughs> he's that kid. That, that uh. CD spot. CD spot. Exactly. I mean, that dude is so good. He's going to be, you can tell he's going to be really good. Um, uh, Marcus Stripling, a guy that's played at defensive end. And uh, I think he played for a, a couple series at Rush, but uh, he's super fast. And, um, you know, this type of size that, that Grinch wants it on the defensive line. So, um, and Jaden Davis, I mean, there was, I mean, for the first couple of games, he looked like our best cornerback. Yeah. Um, he kind of didn't play a whole lot in, in Texas, but um, Lincoln Riley doesn't really play a whole lot of uh, younger players in, in the in that game. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't, I mean, since he became he- head coach. So um, I guess that might have something to do with that. And uh, David Awegbu, I think Awegbu. that's how you say that last name. Um, but he's the – He's moved in between uh, Nickel and um, the rush linebacker position. And Nickel, when they put him at Nickel, it's more of a, a short yardage um, type situation. Yeah. So, you know, they take Buki a, out of there. Almost a uh, run stopper. Yeah. Okay. But just in, like, short yardage mm-hmm. situations. Um, just to get more size just on the field. Body. Yeah. And... Uh, but he's mainly at the rush position, and he's played really well. I think he actually had a sack. From it was either him or uh, Stripling against Texas. So one of those two, I can't remember which one. It might have been a Stripling. So those guys are pretty young. I mean, yeah, they're freshmen. Yeah, okay. they're true freshmen. So, and then uh, Jalen Redman, he had the blood clot issue last year. Didn't play. Um, he played in a couple games actually, but the dudes. Huge, <laughs> just gigantic. Um, he's kind of that like SEC type defensive end. Yeah. Um, that's what he looks like, and just muscled, and uh, he's got a he's got a great future. They moved him inside. He plays D tackle. Um. So, but he's super good. He's he's uh he had a he didn't have a sack, but he hit Sam Ellinger so hard after a play. It hurt me a little bit. Like <laughs> he hit him so hard, uh, right in the chest, and <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, he's he's played really well. But those are some of the younger players that kind of stood out to me, and, um, especially early on. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Do we want to do hot takes next? Mm, do you have any hot takes, Ryan? Do you want to think about it a little bit? Yeah, let me think about it. Come, okay. Come uh, I don't really have a. Hot you don't have. Any I don't have a hot take. I'm just. I just well, I don't know if you want an update. Say, yeah, just wait. Update what? Update from the first OU podcast preview, but okay. I don't. I don't remember what you I said. Think, I said that CD Lamb would be the best receiver in the country, and I think I'm right. Okay. I don't know. Okay, so you still agree with that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Uh, you said you wanted to have. You had some other final thoughts there. Uh, yeah. Not. I mean, I think uh, that Lincoln Riley has shown with the hiring of Alex Grinch and how good the defense has gotten. That we're on the way to becoming the an Alabama Clemson dynasty for the next yeah. decade almost. If they can we have keep the, both, the recruiting's yeah. incredible right now. Yeah, yeah. Something we talked off was off the podcast was uh, if we could keep Lincoln Riley <laughs> against you know NFL. NFL. I don't want to <laughs> speculate against on that. It'll just be hard. I think it depends on if Dallas. Keeps their head coach, which, I mean, they just lost the last two games. Like so, who knows? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Jerry's always that type of guy that keeps him a year longer than he should. But uh, uh, So, I'll, I'll go ahead and say kind of a hot take. Uh, 
I think I think OU will go undefeated. I don't know if that's necessarily a hot take, but I think OU's going to go undefeated. They'll make the playoff, and they have a, definitely a shot at winning uh, winning the championship. But I think it all rides on Jalen. I think the defense has pretty much proved. I mean, obviously they've only played Texas as their main threat, but if they can continue to to ball to ball out like they have been, yeah. um, it all falls on Jalen if he can perform in big games and. And Lincoln, in a way, just his play calling. Play calling. I mean, against Georgia, I hate to bring up that game, but against Georgia in the second half, I mean, the conservative play calls really killed us. Um, Sticking to our identity is what is, yeah. is important. Um, and Jalen, I think important thing is minimizing turnovers for Jalen, and Jalen can stay healthy. I know that that's that big, health. Big I don't know if health has been a huge thing for how him. How much he runs, yeah. But he's running so much that you play against some of those. Well, he big said he hurt SEC. his hand. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. You know, against Texas in the first drive or whatever. I mean, I don't know how much I – like I said, I don't I don't know how much I believe that, but um, – But, it, I mean, he just runs so much. That's that's that's, that's, a, that's the best – I mean, say the best way. The worst worst and easiest way to get injured is running the ball. And he's the type of guy to try to plow through everybody instead of sliding. Yeah. I so he squat 600 pounds. <laughs> yeah, I would, too. <laughs> but – I mean, I think he needs to be sliding more. And like I said, no. it all I, I, I truly think it all falls on Jalen if he can perform and, and minimize the turnovers in big games. No, I think you should. Thank you. I think you're right. Yeah. Maybe that, that might not even be a hot take. That might just be just a regular. No. I think, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think Kenneth Murray probably wins the Buckets Award. Is that defensive I think, player of the year? No, or that's linebacker, a linebacker of, the of the year. I think the last person was probably Teddy Lehman. Teddy 1-1. How long ago was that? That had been 2005 or something like that. I mean, that, was, that was before I started following football, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't – I just know that for some reason. Oh, okay. But uh, I just know he won one because he's on the radio all the time and he brings it up a lot. Oh, yeah, that was me. Back in my day, <laughs> you know. Squatting 600 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think he wins it. I just don't know of another linebacker. I mean, and I – follow college football pretty closely so I just can't think of another linebacker that's even in the running right well, I now. mean yeah. Big 12 gives out awards right for yeah so you, he'll probably win I mean he's, he's already like every almost every week he's winning defensive player of the week, of the week so for the league or for NCAA or for for, for, the, for the Big, Big 12. 12 okay um I think he's won it for the for NCAA, for, yeah, for the NCAA, I, I want to say league, has. but that's NFL. <laughs> I know I've seen him on some some award. I don't remember what it's called, but um, I think he wins it. Um, and he's marketing himself. Yeah, I mean, he, he, enough. He'll, he'll, <laughs> you just ask him about it. He'll tell you. I actually do have. A he'll bit, tell you a how good he is. Now, I, uh, Jalen wins the Heisman. Okay. And I'm gonna say that because he's starting to uh, just throw the CD. He completely ignored him in the first few games, and now he's just throwing to him. So he's going to win the Heisman. He was setting it up for the Texas game. That's what he was doing. Yeah, exactly. He was making them forget about C.D. Lamb over there. Well, doesn't C.D. All-American. C.D. Lamb is leading OU in pass yards, isn't he? I mean, receiving yards. Yeah, I would assume so. Actually, the first couple of games, it wasn't C.D. I think it was Rambo. Yeah, it probably was. Well, Rambo had those explosive plays. Well, he's got the greatest name yeah, he does. The best football name. John Rambo. That I've probably ever heard. <laughs> Just in general. I don't, just in general, that's a great name. You talking about name. CD or Rambo? Charles Rambo. Like, oh. That's an amazing name. <laughs> it's almost as good as John Rambo. Yeah. But, 
But uh, yeah, I think that I, I don't know how I feel about him winning in high. I mean, I just feel like that's so unlike fair. That would be something that never happens again. Never again. Three in a row. That would be something that that's just unheard of. Yep. I mean, two in the same position. That's never been done before. And then it would be three. Same position, same school. One after that. That is insane. Lincoln yeah. Riley would be I mean, you imagine uh, being Lincoln goat. Riley and walking into a high school quarterback <laughs> recruit's house. Hey, kid. Have <laughs> <laughs> you watched I, the last couple drafts? <laughs> I can get I you said, to be the number one pick. That's yeah. why I said Jalen would transfer before he even, like, even OU was considered. I was like, always oh, coming to OU. We should have sure. been doing podcasts before. Yeah. Well, so we what are the other? Optics. What are the other? I think Maryland and Miami. Yeah, Miami <laughs> was the big one. Yeah, I think uh, Oklahoma had a good shot in yeah, that one. They didn't, even, they didn't even say we were in the running, so that's just easy. It just shows you the polls are fake news. Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> I could have made a lot of money sports gambling on that. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, anything else? Anything else you want to say, Ryan? I think I'm good, man. Okay. Keaton, you got anything else, or? Nope. All right, this has uh, been Simply Technical. Thank you so much for stopping by, Ryan, and uh, awesome. and giving us some of your knowledge and being the most prepared guest we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, <well>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you. This guy has pages of notes. Uh, we probably could have made this a two-hour podcast, but uh, it's past my bedtime, so... Uh, but anyways, thanks for stopping in, Ryan, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to hit the like button, subscribe, uh, give us a five-star rating on apple podcast and subscribe for every every podcast that comes out thank you so much that's pretty good awesome